Hey, did you know that most break-ins happen between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m.? That's right, in the middle of the day. I bet you didn't know that. According to the FBI, the average loss in a burglary is $2,000, and that can be hard to recover from for the average person or family. You know, there's over 2 million burglaries that are reported every year. That's one every 13 seconds. And what's crazy is only one in five homes have home security. This is serious stuff. Maybe because most companies don't really make it easy. And I know that from experience. That's why Simply Safe is my top choice. That's right. My house is protected by Simply Safe, and it gives me great peace of mind knowing it is secure at all times. Simply Safe is going to protect your whole home, every window, every room, every door with 24/7 monitoring for just a fraction of the cost. The police dispatch is up to 3.5 times faster because they use video verification. There's no contract, no hidden fees or fine print. It's designed to blend right into your home. No wires, no drilling. It's easy to order, easy to set up. Usually it's going to be set up in under an hour. Simply Safe has won a ton of awards from CNET to the New York Times wire cutter. Prices are always fair and honest. Around the clock monitoring is just $15 a month. That's right. Visit simplysafe.com slash watch Chad. You'll get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now. Go to simply safe. That's S I M P L I safe.com slash watch Chad. Simply safe.com slash watch Chad. Go do it right now. Be secure. It is party time, Mom. Welcome back to the Chad Prather Show here in Studio 22. We are hanging out in the freshly air-conditioned mid-July heat of summer. It feels good in here, Mark. It feels it yeah. feels good in here. It really man. does. Let it's, me tell you. it's kind of actually one of the colder rooms I know. I've been in all day, which is, when you think about what it used to be like, that's pretty incredible. Now, for folks who don't know, so if you've ever watched this on the news and why it matters, Sarah Gonzalez's show and... You know, of course, she's got Glenn Beck. She's got Stu Berger on there, Pat Gray. Every now and then she lets guys like Graham Allen and David Harris and myself sit in on it. That's a refrigerator over there. I mean, that is frigid because Glenn Beck wears so many layers of clothing. He wears his flannel and he wears his thermals and he wears his scarf and his jacket and his sweater and his ass ascot. <laughs> Is that right, Jennings? Now what that's called? You used to hang around, yeah, hang around yeah, Heaton. Yeah. Remember Heaton? Remember that guy? He was fun. That guy. Andrew yeah. Heaton. I still see his ghost every now and then. Yeah. But uh, I saw Heaton the other day, and he shaved his beard. Uh, he didn't, actually. That is, is just, that an older that's picture? That's an older picture, because uh, you saw it on, he, he relaunched his podcast. Yeah. Uh, which on is, Patreon. Is, yeah, on Patreon. It's called The Political Orphan. You should go check it out. It's funny. Uh, but he w- he didn't have a current photo that he could use for it yet, so he uploaded an old one. Got you. Yeah. Very yeah. dapper. Yeah. yeah. Very official looking. Very dapper. That Heaton. Oh, that Heaton. I miss him. we got to get him back in here. He'll, he says he'll come in anytime he's in Dallas. So Okay. Yeah. Where is he now? Where is he right now? Andrew Heaton. Uh, he's I, at an I, undisclosed location. He's no, all he's, over um, the place. Yeah, he is. he's been traveling around. I think he's going to go to Scotland for a few weeks. Yeah, he told me he was going to go to yeah. Scotland for a couple of weeks. So uh, but I think him. he was in Oklahoma last time. Yeah. Uh, we miss you, Andrew Heaton. Yeah. Something's off. Mighty Heaton. Follow him on Twitter, at Mighty Heaton. And, it's, uh, it's the political orphanage now. Is it? Political yeah. orphanage? Yeah. All right. At the political orphanage. Is that right? You don't know. Sure. I don't know. Go find his podcast. Anyway, do what you want to do. Party Foul Steve's over there. When are you starting a podcast, Steve? Uh, September. Yeah? You got it nailed down? No. <laughs> Not I, I, yet. You, you see, the, you have to use more words when you're yeah, podcasting. I do, but um, there's a lot to it. It's, you can't just like turn on a microphone and start talking. 
I mean, you can, but isn't that what know. we do here? Yeah, but <laughs> pretty much. What you we see do. how these microphones are provided and cameras are provided, and all right, everything's yeah. just like we just walk in and go to work. Yeah, somebody has to set all this up, buy all this equipment, all that kind of stuff. Mark, is that what you do? It, it's actually my job. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, so man, I totally thought you sit around is, eating yeah. Cheetos all the time. Yeah. Oh. That's why Mark is the puppet master. I mean, Indeed. I could start one on my phone or something, I guess, but that would be—I uh, don't want to do that. A lot that. of people do that. Yep, that, you can do it, but problem is you're spoiled to. rotten. Yeah, you're exactly right. I am. <laughs> All you need is a Tascam recorder. Do you realize yeah. when I back when I was with Podcast One, we had that Tascam or Zoom recorder and two microphones hooked up to it, and my lovely wife Jade and I would sit at the kitchen table and talk and. Here she is, right here. That's, Boom. I was just thinking, we you started out pretty small. Even before that, you were doing it without without anything. Yeah. We were we were just had the task and we had the Zoom thing. Yep. Now granted I would send it in to, to my producer, uh, Sean at the time, uh, not bougie Sean, but out in LA and he would kind of give it a once over and clean it up a little bit, but it's not hard to do. But you gotta get your platform, Party Foul. Is he gonna you gonna call it the Party Foul Podcast? It's going to be something real close to that. Okay. All right. Well, we won't release anything. Yeah. We won't release anything. You got a you got a few exciting business things that are yeah, coming up. Yeah, lots are pretty of good. stuff going on. And We're doing a lot of planning, a lot of fun yeah. stuff. And Stay so tuned. We're, I think this is all going to tie into that and the release and everything. All so. right, good. In the meantime, go to watchchad.com. Come find me this Friday night in Ath- – I'm sorry. I keep wanting to get them backwards. In Macon, Georgia at the Hargrave Theater and then also in Athens at the Georgia Theater on Saturday the 20th. Sunday night, I think it's a 6 p.m. show, so it's nice and early on a Sunday up in Lexington, Kentucky at the Burl. So come hang out with us, and we'll have a lot of laughs this weekend in Georgia and Kentucky. Watchchad.com has tickets and info. Jade. How are you? I'm good. How are you? That is a throwback shirt you're wearing. I know. I brought all throwback shirts today. You did? Yeah. Can people see that shirt, Mark? If you give a vanity shot, that's the old Watch Chad that says, love y'all, right across the state of Texas. We need to revisit that shirt. That I was, think that it, was, we need to bring that one back. That because... was one of our very first t-shirts that we did years ago. And I like that shirt. It's vintage. It's vintage. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> vintage. I like it. You're not much on Twitter. No. Yeah. Twitter is a dumpster fire. And every now and then we like to go in there and just kind of check out and see what's going on, what's trending on Twitter. I will tell you a fun message I got today. Uh, Apparently there was a fake Facebook account created with my image and name over the weekend. Um, (laughs) It has more friends than I have already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, um, if, if I don't know you personally... And I don't mean this in a rude way, so I'm going to try to find the right way to say it. If I don't know you personally, um, I'm not. Pro- I'm probably not going to send you a friend request from a deal. First of all, mine hovers at that thou- thou- five thousand limit mark anyway, so right. I can't. Um, and if it doesn't have a blue verification check mark, it's not me. Because my Chad Prather fan page is a blue check mark, and my personal page is a blue check mark. Okay. And then, of course, Instagram is a blue check mark verified, as well as my Twitter is. So if it's not, if it doesn't have that, it's, it's not me sending you the request. So anyway, it happens just about weekly, whether it's Instagram or something. Somebody sets up fake accounts or parody accounts. Dating websites. And ine- dating but I don't websites. know if those are fake or not. Well, it could be me. But inevitably, what we have is people who are trying to scam people out of money. And some people have lost a lot of money to scammers pretending to be me. I, I, I don't want your money. Um, I might, 
push businesses towards you and merchandise and things mm-hmm. like that, but I will never directly ask you for money. I don't share GoFundMe pages. That makes over the years that's made a lot of people mad. Um, but if I sh- but you don't understand how many GoFundMe requests that I get in a day. So if I shared one, I'd have to share all of them, and I, I would my page would just be full of GoFundMe campaigns, right? Right. So I have to be very cautious with things like that. And it's just a decision I made a long time ago. And people have gotten mad at me when I've come out and said that I won't share them, but I can't share them. So that's that. My, my, it's my way of doing business. Um, and God bless those of you in need who are, I hope your campaigns go well. I do. I'm not sure there's a lot of celebrities that are sharing those. So I, I, I can understand. And I, again, you use the term celebrity. I don't. I, don't, I know. I don't like but that term. Compared it's, compared to me, especially Steve. I mean, you're a celebrity. Steve's a bigger celebrity than both of us put together. That's true. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, Some ladies getting Jennings face tattooed on her butt. Yes. Well, then never mind. I Jennings highly, is I actually the celebrity that. here. Exactly. So anyway, uh, it kind of blew up last night. People kept sending me messages and, and saying somebody's pretending to be you. Okay, we'll report them. Right. Report what are, them. What are you going to do I mean, about because it? They block me. I can't go look. They want me to do something about it. I can't because the person blocks me, so I can't see that they're imitating me. I think they've already blocked me, too, because I cannot find it. Yeah. But well, the page, I think sent. that page has already been pulled down. Okay. So anyway, what I'm saying to the folks listening and watching is um, it, it, it was pretty funny because this person said, well, this is a fake account. It's not really Chad. And another person said, well, that's that's a fake you know, account. And then this one troll that loves to get on there, and, and I can't pronounce their name because they're, I don't know, they're weird. And and. I did big long name and uh says well that's the, that's the irony of it all is Chad's already fake. Says <laughs> <laughs> a long way to tell that story Mark it really was but but I I love stuff like that people are just just brutal. I mean they just come at you. So anyway, uh good. Good. That's fantastic. But we like to get on Twitter because social media is a, a dumpster fire. This weekend has been no less of that with Donald Trump telling uh, the squad, as mm-hmm. we like to call them, the Congress, the freshman Congress women, uh, Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib and Ocasio-Cortez to go back to the countries they came from. I think he was targeting Ilhan Omar. One of them who was okay. not born here. <laughs> and so, you know, Ilhan Omar, the accusation there is. And again, they say it's racist because of the whole go back, mm-hmm. go back to your. So that's taken as a whatever, as a racist. Thing. I think he meant it more. If you don't like it here, then leave. Well, if you don't like the country, go back and fix the one you came from and make that better. OK, so is it appropriate? Probably not. Nope. Is it, does it ring of xenophobia a little bit? Racism? Eh, that's a stretch. I don't I don't really see racism in that. As much as people want it to, but yeah, but you can call anything racism nowadays. Yeah, yeah, you can. What, Steve? I was just thinking, Donald Trump's a bad racist. <laughs> he really is a bad. <laughs> really racist. Really not good at it. I mean, he keeps appointing uh, black women to posts, and, yeah, and, and, and the the gay ambassador to Germany. And yeah, he's a bad homophobe. <laughs> he's a bad, hom- bad homophobe. In the head of the Marines now, an African lady, African American lady. Sorry, don't I mean, put me on the spot. I probably yeah, should I know. So. I probably should know. It's yeah, that I chick from so. Wakanda. I'd be, I'd be all right with that. Wakanda. <laughs> what is wrong with you? But, of course, they all came out and, and jumped on him about, you know, the trending thing on Twitter was Trump is racist and blah, blah, blah. So he doubled down today. Uh, well, actually, this is this is he doubled down yesterday and said, when will the radical left Congresswomen apologize to our country 
the people of Israel, and even to the office of the president for the foul language they have used and the terrible things they have said. So many people are angry at them and their horrible and disgusting actions. Now, what he's referring to, of course, is Rashida Tlaib, who when she said, they said, what are you going to do about Donald Trump? And she said, we're going to, we're going to impeach the mother effer. And then, um, which, okay. And then, of course, Ilan Omar, who is certainly associated with CARE, C-A-I-R, and which has been, you know, uh, United Arab Emirates has called them a terrorist organization. Uh, she apparently married her brother in order to gain access into the country and get us, you know, asylum and ultimately citizenship here. And then she's also made very many anti-Semitic remarks, right? Okay, so this this is a person who wears a hijab and is a proponent of Sharia, but yet is operating under the Constitution of the United States as an American congresswoman from Minnesota. She also took her oath of office on a Koran. So you can see where this starts to get a little bit problematic. So while I'm not justifying Trump in his tweets and saying what he's saying, because me personally, I've already said this uh, in another episode uh, yesterday, Trump needs to just back off and let the left devour the left because yep. that's what they're doing. But that's not how Donald Trump does. Have you guys watched on Showtime uh, our cartoon president? Oh, God. I've seen a little bit of it. It's funny. <laughs> Have you seen it, Mark? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. I love it. I laugh so hard. And I know it's a, they're taking shots at Trump and the Trump family. It's a Stephen Colbert production. So that ought to tell you everything you need to know. But it the caricatures of everything in there and the and the just the dialogue in it is hilarious. I can bet you this. I bet Donald Trump watches it and he laughs. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I, I have no doubt about that. Ah, who knows? You By know, the way, I, I can solve your Trump problem. Let's just send him a pair of Chinese finger cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> no more Twitter. Game over, man. Can you imagine if Donald Trump drank alcohol? It would be horrible. What if he did it? Or what it if might he be had better. like a shot of whiskey and then he became the most sober, eloquent, exactly. eloquent dude, ever? Boscar, yeah. 12 years ago, our forefathers <laughs> did on this nation. <laughs> our forebears did... <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, you got to remember, Ilan Omar, she downplayed 9-11, talking about some people did something, you know, and, and she wants to defund the Department of Homeland Security. And so this this is, you know, the gloves are off at this point in time with, with what's going on. Um, it, it really is. It really is rough. Our buddy uh, David Harris Jr., who we got to get back on here. He, you know, so they had this social media summit uh uh, last week at the White House, and a lot of our friends were there. Uh, Joy Vila was there. Um, Brandon Tatum was there. David Harris was there. Um, uh, Ronan, the um, uh, um, oh gosh, what DC Drano is his screen name on Instagram, and um, uh, Grant, who's typical liberal, and just a, a lot of our friends were there and invited in Sebastian Gorka. And it just turned into – it erupted into uh, them because all these guys see themselves as online, quote, journalists. They're social media journalists. And then you have the mainstream media journalists who were invited. They were there kind of in the roped-off area behind that area in the Rose Garden. And then it turned into a shouting match where one guy – with CNN, a contributor, yells at Sebastian Gorka, calling him, saying that everybody there was demonic and he'd like to take him out outside to 
prove it to him. Well, Seb Gorka, who's six foot five and and uh, you know, he he didn't take that laying down, so he came at him pretty hard, and then it turned into Joy Vila and Brandon Tatum having a back and forth with him. But I was going to say, David Harris, he was coming home from Washington, D.C., and he was wearing his Make America Great Again hat. And everybody was, you know, he loves to do that because he, he, he usually tries to get in the first row of first class when he gets on the airplane so that everybody that has to get on the plane has to walk past him. Now, here's a here's a big black dude, right, David Harris, who you're not going to tangle with this guy. And I asked him before, I said, Does, has anybody ever said anything to you actually on the plane? He said no, because when they get on the plane, he'll take the hat and he'll turn it around. So everybody behind him can still see it while he's sitting there. <laughs> and so he was walking through the airport the other day, uh, yesterday, I guess it was, two days ago. And this lady told him it was shameful that he was wearing that hat. And uh, and so he turned his video camera on and recorded the little confrontation. And pretty interesting that here's a white woman in an airport in a public place telling him that he'd be smarter as a black man if he took that hat off. So where is the outrage there? I mean, where, where is the I mean, the, the, the racial undertones of that? Again, like he doesn't care. And I don't care that she said that. But if you're going to hold the president to one standard, let's hold everybody to the same standard, because there, there is a limitation, first of all, when it comes to human communication. We can't say all that we feel and mean because there's a limitation when it comes to, to words. And there's certainly a limitation when you start talking about 248 characters on Twitter. You can't convey exactly what you're trying to say. People read emotion into it and things like that. Joy Vila was another. She was walking. She had her uh, Trump pin on, her dress, walking through the airport the other day, and a lady called her out. And it's like, you know, at what point in time you going – it's, it's got to be, you know, got to be universal for everybody on this thing. So is what it is. Look at what my wife bought me, though. <laughs> Look at what my wife bought me. I'm going to wear this on the plane right here. I'm just going to leave my body shrouded in it. And that's how they'll return you to the house, too. That's right. <laughs> just shrouded that, but lifeless. You want to hear some, some news backwards. you're not going to like, babe? What'd you say? You want to hear some news you're not going to like? No, not really. We're going to hang this up at the house. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, right we're in the front not. Yard. Yes, no, we are. No. Let me Look what you, you just woman. said. You just listed all these things, how if you support the president, it seems to be a problem. If we don't support it, then we're the good guys. Well, I think as soon as you don't fly that flag, you just gave in to their. Oh, no, I'm flying it. I'm the, an American. The terrorists win at that point. That's right. right. I'm an American, <laughs> and I'm free. I can fly whatever I want, and I'm going to put it right on the corner of our yard so that everybody driving past our property will see it. So Steve and Jenny's are going to fly theirs as well. I don't care what they do. As soon as mine business. comes in, I will. <laughs> I'm going to wear mine as a cape. I actually fly I'm going to wear mine as a cape, I think. Huh? I'm going to wear it as a cape. Yeah. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to wrap my truck. No, you're not. It's going to look like this flag. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. No, you're not. Your truck already has a wrap. Uh-huh. You're not doing that. I'm going to. Car. <laughs> I'm going to. I saw somebody post on Facebook, and I know I'm going backwards, but Natalie does too, so I'll be Natalie. You were talking. Why did you call Natalie out? She's not even here to defend herself. I know because she does it, so I can do it. You were talking about the females, though. What'd you call them? What group are they? The squad. The squad. And I saw Natalie somebody asked that same question yesterday. Somebody um, about the squad. Yeah. Because I what they called them. I don't know. Um, 
But so I had seen somebody post on Facebook about how awful what Trump had said. And I thought, well, okay, but that's not really new for Trump. And and I'm like, well, but they have all said such bad things. Why Why is it he can't, but they can? They're all part of Congress, right? Shouldn't they all be appropriate and professional? They should be, but they're not. Human beings. You know, I mean, that's look, that's you don't want to play politics as usual. Look, first of all, at what point in time did we start holding politicians up to be some moral standard? I mean, where in American history have we ever looked at politicians and said, oh, yeah, those are the guys we trust. Those are the people we really want our kids to grow up and be like. Well, it's too bad that it's that way. It It should be that way. Right. And, And I've said it over and over again. The reason I even care about politics is because I care about leadership. And we have a massive void when it comes to leadership in this country and worldwide. We're not putting leaders in places. We're putting people, just like I said, people that are old enough and available and have the money to get it done. Yeah. To get in office. That's the thing. So here's somebody who responds back to Trump and he says, your attempts at diversion won't work. The real question, when will an extremist, racist, sexual predator who colludes with our enemies to steal elections be impeached? Answer sooner than you think. Well, that's interesting because you're going to call somebody an extremist, racist, sexual predator that colludes with the enemies when there's no evidence for those things. That's an accusation. You're making a false accusation. You can't give. Now, I know people are going to make the assumptions that all that is true, Mm -hmm. but you can't give any viable evidence of any of that being true. It doesn't seem like they have to, though. Not nowadays. No. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Did did Trump have affairs on his wives? Apparently he did. Okay. That doesn't make somebody a sexual predator. Right. Okay. It just makes them a philanderer. I'm not holding him up as a paragon of an example for my sons to grow up and be like. I don't want him. To, I don't want him to be like that, you know. But here's a guy who he was praised. Stephen Colbert even told him on the Late Show, said, "I want you to run for president." He was a guest on there. They finally they pulled that episode. Have you, have you seen that clip, Mark? Have you ever seen that clip? I'm not sure. I might have. Yeah, where have. Colbert has Trump on as a guest, and he says, "I hope you run. I want you to run. You'd be great for this country." Can we find it? Can oh, Can- yeah. It's Candace on YouTube. can find it, maybe? Yeah, it's on there. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They all wanted him to back when they thought he was a Democrat. They all wanted him to when they thought that he was going to go out there and represent them. But then all of a sudden, he comes out there and says, I'm laying all that aside, and I'm going to do what I believe is right for America. Then suddenly, all of a sudden, all of the skeletons have to come out of the closet because, let's face it, those folks out in Hollywood, which he's a product of, both Hollywood and Manhattan, right. all those people are the same. They're the same crusty, parasitic, gross, nasty-ass, weird people. But skeletons are going to come out for all politicians at some point. I ain't point. running for nothing. No, you're not. I ain't running for nothing, but I'm going to run this flag up the pole. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Woman. Man, you ain't the boss. I am the boss, and we both know that. You ain't the boss. I am the boss of you. No, you're not. Mark. Mark ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying out of this one. Mark yeah. knows which side to be on. Mark, you know this flag's going up. Mark has the power to mute somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm killing all mics right now. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey, Chad, you know what Trump should do if he wins the next four years? He won't do it, but it'd be great if he did. He should fall on his sword. In the sense that he should 
immediately come out as soon as he wins as a Democrat and start standing for every Democratic principle, and then they'll all, and then watch them all turn tail and, and go against <laughs> everything they believe in, we'll be a conservative nation overnight. Do you think there's a chance he won't win, Jennings? Yes, I think there's a chance. Um, I think right now it looks pretty good for him, but we, there's still a long time before the election. Um I think I think it really this is this is one of those times where I think the the primary process is really critical um because I think of the candidates running maybe only one or two stands a snowball's chance in hell of beating him but if that one or two gets up there it, it could happen Are they up there yet? <sighs> I guess I'm trying to figure out who you think it's going to be. Oh, um if I, I think if Biden wins, he may stand a chance um, because he is moderate. And I think ultimately the loudest voices in both parties are the minority. Um, I think the majority of voters are probably fairly low key and, and, and are looking for somebody who's um, I, I say he's moderate. He's, it's not that he's moderate politically. He's moderate um, uh, rhetorically. So he, he mm-hmm. speaks. He speaks more moderately than some of the others. Yeah, Um, I think he's. I think he's dumber than a pimento cheese sandwich. I I mean, I just do. I I, I mean, Biden's just not smart. He's just not a smart guy. And he's not good at running for president, too. If he had been, now he's he's going to bring in that moderate and and to the degree that he can. I don't know. Put what Kamala Harris as a running mate. Yeah, which is probably what'll happen. Uh, Because let's face it, Kamala Harris can be articulate, Um, but. You know, Biden is that figurehead. He's safe. Yeah. He's safe. But had they wanted to run Biden, they'd run him in 2016. But again, the heir apparent was Hillary Clinton. Right. That, yeah. Right? So they, Biden was never. I hope I hope Hillary runs again. I really do. I, uh, <laughs> I would like that, too. That 2016 part two would be awesome. Yes. I'd go. I'd pay to go see it. I think if Trump makes it through the Epstein stuff going on with him. And he makes it through that. He's got the election. Trump has made it through everything so far. Teflon Don, baby. <laughs> let's let's talk about Epstein for a second because that's trending. And, of course, everybody's trying to make this out to be some big deal. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this on the deal before. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, of course, is is being accused of being a sexual predator and underage girls and all this stuff. Flying around in his jet. Trump, of course, hitched a ride one time from Mar-a-Lago to New York on the plane. And, uh, you know, Trump's come out and said, I don't know the guy. I've never met the guy. But apparently he had him banned from Mar-a-Lago for being inappropriate with somebody that was working there, uh, a young girl that was working there. And so everybody's trying to say, oh, well, you know, there's pictures of but I, But I get that. You know, Graham Allen brought up a good point the other day. If if you – okay, again, remember, everybody loved Trump. He was the most rapped about white dude on the planet. I mean, every, he was in every rap song you know, and just Trump's a celebrity. He's a big deal. He's been with presidents. He's been with he's a big deal. Always has been as a celebrity. He was a kind of an iconic figure. I don't know if he remember. I mean, are you going to remember every Tom, Dick and Harry that comes across your path and that, you know, and you remember and be like, you know, I don't know the guy. Well, I, or maybe you don't remember meeting the guy. Did he? I don't know. I mean, I would think if you hitched a ride on somebody's plane, then you knew him. You know, that's going to in years to come. It's going to be 
oh, you were Facebook friends with that person? Yeah. And you're going to be, that's how they're going to connect you. Right. And you're going to say, I don't know them. And you're, no, you're Facebook friends. Yeah. But, you know, Chad, you, especially you, but we both meet a lot of people on a much smaller scale. And, you know, I realized that the New Braunfels show, this lady came up and hugged me and started talking to me like I knew who she was. And I felt bad because I didn't, but she knew all about me. And I'm sure there were and pictures I, of I, you and her together from somewhere in the past. Probably. I mean, there were pictures that resurfaced from that same show of Pimay that took pictures of me, and they had been at other shows. And I was like, I have no recollection of ever even meeting yeah. that person, or I didn't recognize them. I didn't know that I'd met them before, which is just because you—it's just the sheer nature of you meet so many mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would think, you know, like, you know, if somebody loans me their private jet to get from one city to the next, I'm probably going to remember that person. Maybe, but I mean, even, he's on a much larger scale than we true. are. If it was set think. up by your people, true. Yeah, and if you nobody, I mean, exactly. He's True. not worried about any of that. He didn't call Epstein himself. Right. You know, he didn't and say, hey, can I borrow that plane today? Hey, Jeff, <laughs> you've got a fabulous plane. <laughs> Probably the most fabulous plane ever in Mar-a-Lago, the, uh, in Daytona. No, I, uh, you're right about that in that regard. But, I mean, hey, let's face it. I mean, Bill Clinton flew on the thing 26, 27 times. There's, there's captain, there's kind of not captain's logs. Sorry, Mark, you're the captain. There, there's, you know, <laughs> pilot logs of there being underage girls on the planes, you know, whether Clinton was on those, I don't know. We'll see what comes out. But it's, is it, you know, we talked about this on a podcast last week. Is there any question really that, that any of those guys are, in some way, sexual deviance. No. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I'm throwing Trump in there, too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, Trump has plenty of history. And I'm not saying he's a pedophile, and I'm not saying Bill Clinton's a pedophile. I'm just saying Epstein, there's a lot of evidence that says he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, we all know those guys were slinging it where they could swing it. You know what I'm saying? And that's their history. They've done it. And there you go. I mean, I would have, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong, but I just know that if you are a Manhattan self-made real estate mogul billionaire that is in every rap song in the world and every velvet rope is opened up to you for every VIP experience across the planet, um, i got to think this many wives in and known mistresses. Yeah. So, uh, but I will give him this. He's a moderate that loves America. Yeah. I was thinking He's a moderate that loves I was, America. I was thinking about that. Uh, when Jenning was talking about Biden, because he was talking about not necessarily politically, but Trump is politically. He's not super far right. Not at all. And the left makes it seem even even they make that even a bigger thing because they are so far left and yeah. doing all these what I would consider personally crazy things left make him look even better. That's why if he just I wish he would just tweet something like. Puppies save the world. I would love to see how you probably he, want to murder puppies. You want to put them in a sack and throw yeah. them in the river. Yep, that's those. That would be the comments he would have under that. Is that how y'all do it in Georgia? <laughs> did did uh, did you ever hear Dennis Miller had a bit about uh, Barack Obama where he said, you know, I I don't have anything against him personally. I just think he was an inept civil servant. Um, I I tend to take the the opposite tack with Trump, which is I don't I don't have any like I don't love the guy. But so far, I think he's turning out to be an okay civil servant, and that's what he was elected to do. So go back to something we talked about yesterday where I said, you'll find people who say, I love his policies, but I hate his tweets. You'll never find anybody that says, I love his tweets, 
but I hate his policies. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's okay if the if the policy's on there, but it's it's the tweet that bugs everybody. Yeah. Because he's not the most eloquent eloquent person when it comes to that 248 characters. He's not elegant either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, you know. But it, I think that we have to choose. Well, we shouldn't have to choose. But I, I, I feel like with every president, we have to. I think Obama was very eloquent, um, but I'm not sure how much he got done as as far as being president. You know, physically got done for us, or, or physically much. was. I <laughs> yeah. mean, here we sit in this quandary. Yeah, I don't know which one would be better. I feel like somebody that's you know a twerp online, but is getting things done behind scenes, maybe better in the end. Here's. So, so okay, we talked about this too yesterday, and I don't want to repeat everything, but Trump is – he's master-level troll, right? Because they're <laughs> talking – master-level. They, they go they – go, they're talking about ice raids, ice raids, ice raids, you know, rounding up people that need to be deported. And what does he do is he starts this little battle with the squad, and nobody's – suddenly nobody's thinking about the raids anymore, um, which is an interesting little tactic. I mean, he's willing to take the blows and the hits. I think he honestly enjoys it, just stirred it up. And um, I think he likes taking the hits. But what I'm trying to say to everybody listening is Trump does not do everything perfectly. And it's okay for you to know that and agree with that. And it's okay for you to be okay with that. Trump said stupid things. He's going to say stupid things. You don't have to defend him at every turn. No, you don't have to defend him at every turn. You don't have to try to justify everything he does and say, yeah, well, but what he meant was, no, you don't. You just don't have to. OK, he, he's a moderate that loves America. If anything, he's left of center in his politics. But the guy is doing a lot of good things and really trying to protect America and clean up some message. You don't want to talk about Barack Obama. This crisis at the border started with Barack Obama. It started before Barack Obama. It but did. let me tell you, it became climactic under Barack Obama. And I believe Trump is doing what he can to clean this mess up. I think he is. The problem is there was such a large, in my opinion, such a large wave of immigrants that came all at one time. There is no way that we could build enough places with with all the amenities that they would like as quick as they're needed. You know, I mean, it's it is what it is. And I, I, you know, it's crazy. I mean, there, there are other great countries that they can go to, too. If I knew that when I showed up there, I was going to be in an air conditioned, first of all, place, but I was, it was going to be what is not perfect for me or have the amenities I want, like a Hilton hotel, then maybe that's not where I would go. That's true. I mean, I, I, I feel bad. I feel, I feel mostly bad for the kids. They've already been drug across the desert, across all these places, you know, and then they get there. I mean, if you've got a million kids in a place meant for 400, what did you I mean, well, what do you what do you all, want? The, what do you want the president to do in the next week to help clean that up? First of all, it's That's a not statistical possible. fact that 30 percent of the kids being brought to the border are being rented. Right. They're being used. They're being I know. brought up and then they return them back down and they rent them again. And these people are making money off of renting out kids. 30 percent of them are being used in, in God only knows what's happening to these kids on the trips up. Oh, and, I think and, we know and, exactly know. what's being happened. So but wouldn't that be good to separate them at the border and get those kids away from those horrible people that are doing exactly that? That's exactly the point. What that's are you what do? I think. That's what I thought the point was too. And when I see someone saying they shouldn't be separating them from families, if they're true families, but how do we know what if they're, la- uh, what if they're selling them and they're allowing them to get raped and everything else? I mean, you're taking a real chance by leaving your country and walking through other countries that you could have, 
had asylum in if that's really what you were looking for. Yeah. And you're 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 bringing them all through this. Well, that's the new legislation. That's that's the new legislation they're trying to push is that if they have not sought asylum in another company country before they got here, then they can't apply for asylum here. Oh, is that not what the rules were before that? Well, no, you could come here and apply for asylum. But if you're passing through two or three other countries on your way here and you haven't tried to get asylum in those countries first. I thought that was what it was supposed to be in the well, first place. Well, in theory, yeah, but that's not what's going on. Mm. And see, I believe people like Ilhan Omar and, and especially AOC are putting these people's lives at danger. People like Beto O'Rourke and and uh, Cory Booker, who are going down and, you know, Cory Booker escorts five across the border personally. You're putting these lives in danger because you're encouraging this caravan mentality, right. these people to come up here and you can have open borders. Isn't it funny that just a few months ago, all of these Me Too screamers were talking about boundaries, personal boundaries. You can't cross my personal boundaries because I'm a woman and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Me too, me too, me too. But now they want to have open borders for their country. Now, isn't that funny? Boundaries and borders, they really do matter because both of them protect mm-hmm. something precious. They do. You want, you want personal boundaries? Well, you should have, you should have country boundaries as well. Yeah. The reason is because you're going to have some things that are going to violate you as a person. You're going to have things that violate you as a country. And that, that's, you can't continue to encourage this kind of stuff. That's why Lindsey Graham was on Fox News yesterday talking about, he says, look, yes, <laughs> it's kind of funny what he said, a little bit contradictory, but he said, um, he said Trump needs to aim higher and focus on these people's policies and not the personal attacks. But then he went on to call the squad a bunch of communists, <laughs> which, for lack of better terms, they are. They are cultural Marxists. So here we are. Are you going to go see the new Lion King movie? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I it's mean, fascist. I might be disappointed like I was with Aladdin, but I cannot not see it. You're going to keep watching enough of these Disney remakes. You're going to one day get woke. That's what's going to happen. I hope did, so. did you did you see the article on on it being fascist? You brought that up mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah. What an insane read on that thing. Yeah. What a it, Well, you got to be triggered. You got to be outraged by something, right? <laughs> this this day and age, I mean pick pick anything. I mean pick anything that's out there. Any movie that's ever been made, every book that's ever been written, every music video, every song, if you push hard enough, you can find something that that's going to trigger you. You're mm-hmm. you're wearing a gray shirt. Clearly, you were uh, for the South uh, rising again. Not only that, I'm wearing a gray not shirt only that, too. <laughs> there's a Native American chief with a with a headdress. Cultural on right appropriation, Look Chad. Look, Look there, that's a that's a headdress. On a Native American chief, right? I blame there. Shane Smith. Shane Smith somewhere, on the Saints. Somewhere Elizabeth Warren is standing on the side of a road with a tear running down her eye. <laughs> yeah, in a bunch of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Just washing up on the river. Um I mean you could you could find anything. It's cowboy hat, probably racist, you know. I mean it's 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 a sign of the patriarchy. Yeah. Cowboy. But which, as we said the other day, women are now part of the patriarchy too. They are. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but it's fascist. And they said the new Lion King is fascist because I guess the old Lion King is fascist, too, because right. yeah. because it's about all of these. Uh, it's about all of these, um, you know, uh, a hierarchy herbivores, the, the lions being subjecting the that have to come. They don't eat meat. So the herbivores, they have to come and bow down to the carnivores, you know, and uh, they have to be subservient to them. And, well, they are king of the jungle, right? Not anymore. You're pushing not, it, now, Steve. Now they're not going to be not called that anymore. Yeah, they're the woke well, lions. You go stand out in the middle of that field with that line and yeah. find out who well, the king is. If you've ever, you've ever is. been around 
lions, and I have, uh, the, the male lions are not woke at all. Nope. Yeah. They sleep all day. As usual, the females do everything. <laughs> They're waiting yeah. on their sandwich. Mm-hmm. They're waiting on their gazelle sandwich. Yep. And you know what? Those girls know how to bring it to them. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Pick those bones clean. They don't complain about doing it either. That's right. Those girls bring it, bring that food in there, and the, and those male lions are like, get out, get off of it. It's mine. Go, go find have, something it's, else. It's just like humans. They have to have the babies. They have to do all yeah, the work. Yeah, but then they eat their young too. So yeah, yeah. You girls the lionesses are, eat their yeah, young. Yeah, you girls are and freaky. Males well, too. we wouldn't have to do that if we could have some of the meat that we went and caught by ourselves. No. That's not the way fascist Jay, patriarchy work works. Right the now. lion is to just eat the lion. I don't think that's the way it works. You don't know. I saw a funny. I saw a funny video meme where this lion was staring at the camera, and it said uh, how your wife looks at the waitress when she stares at you too long, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the female lion's face just appears in the camera like mm. <laughs> <laughs> one of those in the wild cameras, you know. And he's over here, and all of a sudden, whoop, there. It was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Mark, you'll learn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! So, uh, the do you have any problem with the new the new Ariel being black? Mm, I think that she is gorgeous herself. Um, I I think on both on both ways. I I guess because they changed Aladdin, and I'm expecting everything to, from now on just to be a little bit different. That didn't that her, her no not as much as as the way they changed Aladdin, you know. One thing because I had talked to some people online about this. One thing that was a little upsetting is I think we have to be careful that we're not taking away from one group of people to appease another group of people, and I feel like that's what's happening. I, I'm and I'm wondering why why can't we do new new movies? With, with new people and everything. Um, because Disney hasn't had an original idea in 25 years. Yeah. Since Walt Disney died. I mean, I mean come on. You're Same Toy Story, story, Toy, Toy story 4? Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Well, and I know, but I'm going to see that too. <laughs> I want to. I love the Disney movies, but. You just like to cry. I know. They do make me cry. They do. I, I think that, you know. Can I go to Kansas with you? One of the yeah, things. Sure. One of the things that. Uh, we're going to Kentucky. <laughs> one of the things that um, I had talked about online, or I'm not the one that said something, but there was a redhead underneath a post about that that said, you know, I can remember growing up being a redhead, how important this was for me. And now it's being taken away. Poor gingers out there everywhere are losing their yeah. icon. Well, the good news about it is that <laughs> gingers don't have souls. So, I mean, they don't. It doesn't really matter. Oh, well, I right? didn't really think about that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They can't even pray. Yeah. They, they try and it like burns them. It, yeah, it's like like a like a crucifix on their tongue. Y'all are awful. Um, Beto O'Rourke, by the way, another thing that was on Twitter over the weekend, he he revealed that he is descended from slave owners. Um, he is he his, still is he still running for president? Um, yeah, I think yeah, he's still he in is. it. And he is he is woker than woke man. Um, he, so he revealed that his own family. Yeah, he said something that we've been talking about in town hall meetings. The legacy of slavery in the United States now has a much more personal connection. I was recently given documents showing that both Amy and I are descended from people who own slaves. Um, That's actually smart on his part because he's getting out ahead of the curveball because everybody's going after. I, like, I can't believe I just said that. He that Beto O'Rourke did something smart, but I think that's probably the best idea is to get out and say, we feel so bad about this. 
even though it's ridiculous. So to it's ridiculous about. If I'm a descendant yeah. of slave owners, am I supposed to feel bad? Yeah. Didn't you know that? Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, Chad, yeah. you always say it's important to judge people by the time they lived in. They they weren't necessarily right, but back then it was a it was a different time. Okay, and and okay. Now let me rem, let me remind you of what Beto O'Rourke said just a matter of weeks ago when he said, "I wasn't born privileged; I was born lucky." Okay, no, you were born privileged. Yeah, you descended from slave owners. So you, now your words are coming back to haunt you because all because it's all asinine, it's all stupid, it's all disingenuous. Beto O'Rourke, up until apparently this weekend, he, you, th- you think Beto O'Rourke, what's he, is he missing meals? Knowing that he, is he like, oh my God. I mean, is he grieving? Is he crying? Is he in solace somewhere alone? Seeking he probably counsel? just missed a jump on the half pipe or something. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, because he, okay, so he, his, his descendants owned slaves. All right. Well, I mean, America owned less slaves than all the other countries. I know everybody don't really want to get into that history, but really only 8% of all slaves ever came to America. Yeah. Only 8%. Now, that's 1%. That's that's way too many. Any is too many. Sure. But but America was not some great, big, huge slave-owning dynasty. We weren't Egypt and no. the Jews. We weren't the Barbary Coast. You know what I'm saying? Even even Europe. We, we, we weren't the Viking culture here. So that, that's that's just it's just gotten so 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 ludicrous and disagree with me if you want but you know I I'm sure I'm descended from <laughs> souls I mean I'm sure there's a I'm bunch sure of them I'm sure you are I'm sure you I'm are I'm sure there's plenty of them <laughs> There's I'm, a slight I'm, difference though in that you might also be an could be <laughs> a and who knows man I, you know I'm already a fake so maybe I'm a fake soul Party time mom all I know is we are all descended from something not everybody was good. Not everybody was great. Nobody was a saint. It's just absolutely dumb. So well, anyway. We, we have choices now. Anyway. Uh, Barney Fell Steve sending me text with the with the timestamps on there for when we said <laughs> So Candace oh. can go in there and do it. Oh, man. Anyway. All right. Look here. Are we not allowed to soul? I don't know. I don't know. I'm it, you know, it's for, weird. I, I'm, like, I'm for not on the episode what I'm about on. Fake yeah. Like that's that's not a real one. Oh, what kind? A fake. Well, it's it's like a faux soul. Yeah, it's a faux stop. I can't remember. We're just trying to complicate Candace's life. Yeah, yeah. That sounds better. It sounds like it sounds like a a plastic surgery option. And the numbers of the podcast (laughs) just started dropping. (laughs) Go to watchchad.com. Come find me. I'm going to be in Georgia and Kentucky uh, this coming weekend. So go to watchchad.com. Get your schedule and uh, some information on some tickets. We're going to have some fun heading to Calgary next month. Going to be uh, there August 28th. we got a bunch of shows coming up in between there. So go to watchchad.com. Could be coming to an area near you. One of those places is going to be Ogden, Utah and Missoula, Montana. So check it out. That's just coming up in a few weeks. I love y'all. Jade, thanks for sitting in. I love you. I love you. Puppet Master. Yep. <laughs> Jennings, party foul. I love you too. Stay horned. I love you, I love you too, Chad. Stay horned and stay off of Twitter. For the fake Chad Prather show. It's foe. And our foe hole friends. <laughs> we love y'all. God bless you. Bye. Bye.